welcome to the Rockabye Mama Baby and Toddler Sleep Podcast. I'm Katie, your host of this podcast. If you are just finding me right now and you have no idea who I am, I invite you to go check me out on Instagram. That's my favorite place to hang out where I will be sharing all things about baby and toddler sleep. You can find me at Rockabye Mama. I'm also on Facebook and I also have a website where I share weekly blog posts to help you navigate the world of your child's sleep. So I'm so happy you are here, however you found me, and I am so excited to talk to you today. So this is a podcast where I am not coming to you with any pre-scripted thoughts really planned out. Um, I actually was just looking at my website and I noticed I didn't have a blog post come out today. Normally I have blog posts come out on Wednesdays and I didn't have one today. And I was like, what? Now, FYI, most of my posts are scheduled in advance. I I do like batching. So I'll sit down and I'll batch out all the blog posts that I want to talk about. And then I schedule them out so I don't have to think about it. And I didn't have one come out today. And I thought, what? (laughs) So I came to my podcast to see like what is going on with my world And I noticed I hadn't recorded anything for this is like week two now. And I realized, you know, that needs to change. So I'm going to talk to you today, not about sleep, not about your child's sleep, but about something more that's been on my mind and on my heart lately. And that is you, your mental health as a mother or a father or a caregiver in general. And this has been like something that I have not struggled with, but something that I've been aware of for quite some time, Um, probably around the time that I was in college, I really started noticing that I had intense anxiety. Um, I was so stressed. I was working three jobs, going to school full time. I had no days off. I was, it was Every day I had something going on and I reached a point one day where I was sitting in my car and I back, back behind the parking lot were like the, it it was like this wooded area of trees. And I just remember thinking to myself, wouldn't it be nice to just walk in into that wooded area and not come out? Um, I'm not getting like very dark here. I just truly didn't want to have any responsibilities. I didn't want to have to deal with all of the things that were on my plate. And that's when I started really becoming more aware of my mental health, that I was at a breaking point where I just didn't even want to do life anymore. I would rather just walk into a wooded area and not come out for a while um, because I was so stressed and overwhelmed. And that never left because then I became a teacher and that was a whole world of anxiety and stress and feeling like I had to be perfect and taking a lot of the student achievement and trying to put that on myself and it was just a lot and um, then it got even deeper with motherhood and I never anticipated how hard the emotions were going to hit me when I became a mom. I knew that I was likely to have some dark or 
uh, moody periods. I just didn't realize how bad it was going to get. And I've shared about this before on Instagram and on my blog, but when I think back to that period of life, it is not fun. It it truly makes me want to curl up in a ball and just not even think about it because it was such a hard period. And I'm sure that if you had a child during the pandemic or around that time frame, you can relate. It was nothing like what I had always thought it would be. In my mind, I was going to be in the hospital. I was going to have my husband and my mom and my sisters there. Um, waiting for me and they would all be there surrounding me when I needed them and that just didn't happen because of the rules in our state which wouldn't allow any visitors so it was a lonely and hard experience to go through and then after that when we came home there was so much uncertainty about the virus and whether we should bring people around our child or not and so because we were trying to be cautious I was alone Of course, I had my husband and I don't want to diminish that because I know some people have no one. But for me, that just wasn't enough. I was stressed to the max and I I needed I needed my people around me and I just didn't have them. But regardless of when you became a parent or what your story looks like, stress and anxiety are not like they just don't go away. It's something that every time I talk with new people on social media or people who email me, it's the same thread running through all of the stories, this overwhelm and this feeling like you have to be perfect for your child or you have to be a martyr and sacrifice everything that you want for the well-being of your child. And I I can see it even if you can't because I'm on the other side and I've done a lot of um, awareness practice to really realize that that's the kind of state I was in but the moms that I've been talking to recently they don't even realize that what they're dealing with right now is a lot of anxiety and stress instead it's presenting itself in other ways it's presenting itself as anger or rage or intense sadness or feelings of guilt And I just want to encourage you today, if that's you, that it's okay. It's okay not to have everything together. It's okay to love your child intensely and want the world for them and want to do everything for them, but also want your own space. That is okay. That is valid. There's a narrative that's been going around where it's like, It's important that you take care of yourself because if you take care of yourself, then you can better take care of your children or your spouse or your house or whatever. And I agree with that, but you there there's also the fact that you don't have to take care of yourself solely for the purpose of taking care of everyone else. You deserve to take care of yourself because you are a human who is worthy of love and respect. So take care of your needs and prioritize that and that is something that is not easy because as a caregiver it's in our nature to want to sacrifice and to be selfless and to take care of everyone else around us and I'm not diminishing that I think that is beautiful I think it is a beautiful thing to do but what's also beautiful is taking care of your own needs 
realizing, you know what, I need a break and finding a way to get that break. I know that not everyone has family or friends who can help them, but still finding a way for you to get that break is important. Even if it's letting your child nap extra long one day because you need a few minutes or going on a walk after your child is asleep or just stepping outside on your back porch to breathe in some air because you cannot keep going on. I don't want you to be in the situation like I was sitting in my car just wanting to walk away from everything and not come back. I want you to realize what you're feeling and then finding a way to get through that in a way that you can. I'm in the world of child sleep. I'm helping parents get their children to sleep and I think that that's a big part of taking care of you. Like, yeah, if you're fine with your child's night wakings or if you're fine laying down with your child to help them fall asleep, that's perfectly fine and you can keep doing that. In fact, I've talked to some moms who say that doing so actually helps decrease the anxiety that they're feeling and that's beautiful. And if that's you, keep doing it. But in my case, that wasn't the case at all. Every time that I had to lay next to my daughter for her to fall asleep, I would like, there reached a point, right? So like, it's fine at first, but then after an hour, now we're approaching two hours, I would start to like shake almost from the anger and the frustration that was building inside of me because I wanted to help my daughter fall asleep, but you reach a breaking point. You reach a point where this is not something I can keep doing. I cannot keep laying next to her for two hours every night and then she falls asleep at 10 and then I still have to go and I have a job tomorrow that I have to wake up for and I have to do dishes and I still have to pump and I have to take a shower and I guess I'm not going to eat dinner tonight and well there goes any chance of watching a movie with my husband and the list would go on and on of everything that I had to do that I wasn't able to do. And then don't even get me started on the frustration and resentment I felt toward my husband because yes, he did help. And sometimes we would switch off so that he was, you know, I would have a break and he would be in there with her. But often I would feel so resentful and it deteriorated a lot of my relationships, especially with my husband. So I don't want you to get to that point. And if you're already there, then I encourage you to start taking action to help your child sleep better. It does not make you selfish for wanting your child to sleep better so that you can either go to sleep or you can go take a shower or you can eat dinner. Like that's fine. Doing that is perfectly okay if that's what you need. So please, please, please do that. If you're not even sure where to start at all, I recommend going to my website and either going through the blogs and finding a situation like your situation in those blog posts, or I would recommend starting with my guide on how to solve night wakings. Even if your child doesn't have problems with night waking and they have problems falling asleep independently, the guide is still going to give you ideas for how to fix that. So, and it's free. So go and just start somewhere. The second thing I would encourage you to do I know we talked about this a few minutes ago, is taking time for yourself. And recently, something I've been trying to do more of 
is just moving my body more. I'm not talking about like waking up at 5 a.m. and going to do cardio if that's not your thing, um, because chances are you need sleep too. And it doesn't make sense really to wake up early, right? Unless it works for you, unless you're an early bird. But just go outside and go on a walk. You can take your kids with you. You can put them in a stroller if you want, or you can wear them in a body wrap. That's fine. But get outside and just listen to the birds and feel the breeze on your face and enjoy being in nature. And along that same string is you can start to find meditation apps that will help you. I'm a fan of the Zinimal. I use that. They have a mama collection card that I use whenever I'm feeling just beyond stressed. But there are so many different apps. And even on YouTube, you can find videos that will walk you through guided meditations. So if that is something that is going to help you, please, please, please do that. And then third is to advocate for your needs. And I think this is the hardest one at least for me, because when you advocate for your needs, that requires you to voice your needs. And sometimes voicing your needs sounds like you asking for help. Maybe you need someone to help you with bedtime. Maybe you're the one who's always in charge of bath time, but you just can't do it after the day that you had. Or maybe you need help with cooking, even if that means ordering out because you just don't have the mental capacity tonight that's okay. But advocating for what you need is paramount. No one can read your mind. No one is going to step in to help you unless you tell them that you need help. And all of that goes without saying that if you need more than that, please seek the medical professional help of a therapist. There's nothing wrong with that at all. If that is something that you truly need, there is help out there for you. I know that it's hard to think about yourself when you are always in the role of taking care of other people, but it's essential because you not only need to take care of yourself so that you can be a better person for everyone around you, but as I said, you deserve it. You deserve to have everything that you need and everything that you want, and if that means more sleep or less responsibilities or whatever it looks like, it's in your power. I know it's very easy to brush it off and think, oh, it's not possible. This is just the the season of life I'm in and I'm just going to keep going and it will be fine. And you know what? Part of that is right. Every season is going to look different. But I do believe you have control over your situation to an extent. And if you're needing something or if something is just not working for you right now, please, please, please find a way to make it better. Whether that is doing one of the simple things that we just talked about right now, just to clear your mind or finding someone else who can help you. You deserve it. And I love you. And I want you to get that help that you need. So a little bit of a different podcast today, if this is the first time you're ever tuning in. Um, Hi, welcome. We talk about all things here, but mostly sleep. I have so many resources for you on child sleep on my Instagram, on my podcast, and on my blog. And I 
guarantee that you will find something that will help you if you just go and look around. If you need more than that, if you need somebody to hold your hand and walk beside you and tell you what steps you need to do to help your child sleep better, that's what my one-on-one packages are for. I work one-on-one with families to create a plan that works for them because guess what? Your child isn't a robot and what works for some won't work for them. And further, what works for some families won't work for yours. So maybe some of the methods that you're reading about online just don't sit right with you. That's where I will come in and show you other options or just reassure you that another method will work. And I stand by your side and I walk with you as you make those changes to your child's sleep so that your child can start sleeping independently and they can fall asleep quickly because you deserve that. So if that's something you're interested in, head over to my website. You can look at the packages that I offer there. I'm so happy you're here though, regardless of whether you came here for sleep or you came here for your daily dose of inspiration. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. And next week I'll be back and I will talk about sleep. Chat with you soon. Sweet dreams.